0: everybody. Welcome to the DMV Wedding Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Abigail Cole from Abby Doodle Productions. Today, we talked to Alicia Wiley from Alicia Wiley Photography. She is an incredibly talented photographer based in Baltimore, Maryland. And today we talked about how to create an inspiring and motivational workspace for yourself, especially at home as a freelancer, and how to stay organized, on the go, at home, in your office, all the things. We also briefly touched on some networking as well. I do want to say there are a couple 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 of audio blips in this episode but stick with us I promise that it gets better let's jump in hey Alicia thank you so much for being on the podcast today I'm so excited to have you if you just want to give yourself a little introduction
1: hi I am Alicia Wiley I am a wedding and portrait photographer here in Baltimore Maryland Um, I've been doing photography for almost seven years now um, in addition to that, I run a little website design and branding business for other small businesses and, um, entrepreneurs. Um, yeah,
0: perfect. Um, I'm glad that you mentioned the branding thing too, cause that's definitely something I want to talk about today. Um, but to kind of get us started, I know that you were in the corporate world for a long time and then made a transition to have this full-time photo business. So can you tell
1: me a little bit more about that? Yeah, uh, for, I think it was three years, I was kind of juggling back and forth um, between working a job I really loved. I used to be a project manager at an environmental construction company. Um, uh, in college, I would studied environmental science, and I was just complete. I mean, I still am, but completely just like into making our environment a better place. Um, So I really just wanted to have more flexibility with my schedule and I ultimately decided that running my own business and switching over to photography full-time allowed me to have more time with my family.
0: Yeah, for sure. What were those steps like to get from part-time into full-time photography?
1: Um, It wasn't graceful. (laughs) Um, I call it like I, have, I wrote a couple blogs on it. Um, one was the road to full-time photography, and then, like, also taking the leap. Um, the road was pretty much just me having a lot of realizations about uh, what it's like working for someone else and then what it's like working for yourself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, all the years you work for someone else, it kind of gives you some discipline so that when you do work for yourself, um, you are able to have some structure.
0: One thing that I really, really admire about you is your branding is so strong and it is like, an absolute thread through all of your work and all of your pages and feeds and everything. And first of all, I just love your branding so much. Um, But I also am just like amazed at the consistency um, and the like recognizability (laughs) that it's Alicia Wiley when you see those colors. So can you tell me a little bit how you, um, a little bit about how you kind of develop that branding for yourself and how uh, maybe, or maybe some of the best practices of like how to implement that throughout your whole feed and website and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it actually started with some sweaters. I, (laughs) I mean, I'm super into wearing like all black clothing, but I was looking at the other colors that I have in my closet and it's not many, but it was just like, you know, rust, orange, olive green, like a deep mustard yellow. Mm -hmm. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, these are the only colors that I gravitate to. And then I started like looking around our house and I'm just like, wow, like I'm really just into like warm, earthy tones in general, if it's just like not like black, um, like or black and white monochromatic. Mm-hmm. Um so it just kind of grew from there. I wasn't trying to force myself into a brand when or like a brand color when I realized that like I already kind of have it. Um and everyone as it, whether they realize it or not, um, there are just styles and it's like an aesthetic that you gravitate to naturally. Um, and sometimes it just takes like piecing it together or having someone else point it out before you realize like, Oh wow, it's already here. I don't need to work so hard on it.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point. I love that. Like just kind of looking around and figuring out what you already like and infusing that into your brand, I think is really just a solid and like a very simple piece of advice. So I love that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, um, I want to also chat today about kind of creating organization within your business, but also within your workspace. And like we just talked about, you know, you have this like really awesome aesthetic and that is also true, like in your own workspace. Um, so we chatted a little bit about maybe talking about like how to make your workspace a motivational place as well. So where do you want to start with that?
1: Um, I guess I'll start with, like, the organization side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, organization isn't always pretty. Um, it's kind of hard to, like, mix the two sometimes. Um, but personally, I've, as long as I can remember, my, I mean, my mother says I came out like this, but <laughs> I've always been very into keeping everything, like, very tidy, neat, organized. I like to know where everything is. I am very focused on, like, being efficient with my time and... I feel like there's no efficiency with time if you're just, like, I don't know, searching for something that you just didn't put, like, back where it's supposed to go.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yes. So, yeah, I keep my home like that, super organized, like, every room in our home. And then um, I focus on the organization first, and then I try and make it pretty. Um, and that goes for like my business as well. Like I would say my overall like online presence too. I focus on like, um, the structure and the organization of it and then make it pretty. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you have any, maybe like advice or something tangible, a tangible tip, uh, to give people on how to keep the inside of their business
1: organized? I guess I think I would start with everyday tasks.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I mean, for me as a photographer and as an example, um, I pretty much, most of my job is on a computer. Um, It comes with keeping track of, you know, seven years worth of people's photos, um, keeping everything organized on like multiple hard drives and having it divided out into folders. Um, So uh, I guess a tip would be um, to break things down a little bit more. say you had a generic folder that said, like, portfolio, Um, break it down a little further than that, divide that portfolio up into weddings, events, engagements, family portraits, couples portraits, stuff like that, and then go a little bit further than that and divide it up by year. Um, And then I, I just feel like once you get to that level of organization, like, it's so much easier to navigate and you save a lot of time.
0: For sure. Yeah, I I did that maybe a year or two ago. I started like labeling all of my footage differently and a lot more, a lot more specialized than general. And that has truly helped me a lot. It's so much easier to keep track of stuff that way. So I love that. How do you feel like keeping things organized really helps contribute to your workflow?
1: I feel like I don't have to, again, it's just just time, being a fan of time. I feel like I don't have to every day put in the amount of time it takes to organize things. Like, you can take a solid day or a solid week and just like set everything up with a really good like process and workflow. And then moving forward, tweak it if you need to, but you can just easily like navigate and flow through working um, without. I want to say like without having to think too much but um without too much it's just I guess the ease of flow.
0: Yeah for sure. In addition to keeping things organized I know that you've talked about keeping yourself motivated while you're in a workspace so can you tell us a little bit about how you do that in your workspace?
1: yeah uh for me personally um i like to surround myself with things that are inspiring like i feel like inspiration equals motivation um and just like little things that bring me joy and that can just be like anything from like a really good color palette to a little knick-knack that reminds me of just like a really great moment in my life also, like, photos, of course. I mean, I'm a photographer, so I'm, like, really big <laughs> into, like, having um, really happy, like, photos um, in my workspace. Um, I mean, I right above my desk, I only have photos of my daughters. That's a huge motivation. It's, it, you know, it's part of my why. So when I look up and see them, I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, got to get this work done. Um, everything I do is for them.
0: Definitely. I love that. Would you mind sharing a little bit of the way that you organize, like, your projects, whether they're weddings or portrait sessions, um, and then how you organize the photos that you've taken from all those and your galleries and all that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, this might be a little long-winded, though. (laughs) Sure, hit me. (laughs) (laughs) So, I am, oh gosh, let's say, like, I just, like, get home from, like, taking photos at like a wedding and like someone's family portraits in the same day which is rare but hypothetically <laughs> um the first thing i like to do is i like to you know upload those memory cards to my desktop computer um on that computer i have uh, one hard drive um that's just like just a little external hard drive and then i have my uh nas system my the network attached system um, that lives in my living room Um, which is just, like, the cloud that bounces between, like, my main computer desktop and then the laptop. Um, So already when I do that I have like three locations where I have people's like raw images Um, and I feel like a little bit better that like I will never lose them um in addition to that I have a cloud service that is constantly updating every single one of my hard drives that I ever plug into my computer as long as every as well as everything that's on both of my um computers that's actually all of my computers because I have a computer at my studio as well um so everything's in a cloud that i can access like online. Um so that's automatically four locations that i have people's images in. Um from there i just transfer them to what i call a working hard drive and it's a hard drive that travels with me. Um and by travels i mean it usually just travels to my bedroom so i can work on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> but if i need to like go out in a coffee shop or something and like maybe next year yeah. um It'll come with me or like when I travel for weddings and stuff Um, or just travel for like personal reasons. Um, So then that's five locations that I have these images on. And then the working hard drive is where I actually call through the images and get rid of like just all the bad outtakes. And that's what I edit off of um and then the saving process is the same the um they all get saved to the same hard drives um that i had the raw files on um and then they are also uploaded to an online gallery um so that my clients can have them so that's about six locations that the images are in um and then i divide them up how i mentioned earlier um on my hard drives that's separated out by the type of photography, and then the year, and then by like the couple's name or like the family name.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And that's so thorough. And I know that people are probably thrilled to know like, how secure their images are, because that's definitely something that's scary, especially for photo and video people. Like, how are you going to back this up enough so that if something fails, like you don't lose everything. So that's great
1: yeah I also yeah and I mean even with everything almost all those hard drives and in those spaces like I mean technology fails us sometimes right. mm-hmm. um, like I've had a power outage like fry two of my hard drives so like I've while it's not the biggest deal in the world it just means a little bit more work for me um, like culling those images again and editing again if I have to or just like re-downloading like an entire gallery yeah,
0: um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll add for my video people too. I usually, when I get home from a wedding, I dump everything into my kind of travel hard drive, like you mentioned, and then that gets transferred to like a bigger hard drive as well. And then when I pull it into my workspace, it's saved in Final Cut. Um, but when I'm organizing that footage too, I have a folder for each different camera I use on the wedding day, for each different recorder or microphone I'm using on the wedding day. And that makes it so easy to just go in and know like exactly where I'm going, if I need an audio clip or if I need something that I know that I shot on my A-cam. Um, so yeah, the more precise and narrowed down your organization, I definitely think the better it will so, so help you out in the long run. So I love that. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your camera bag then. How do you kind of carry all your equipment around for everything you do?
1: So I have two camera bags. One is a rolling camera bag, um, that I primarily bring to weddings just because I need a little bit more gear. Um, and then the other is a camera backpack, which just goes with me to everything else. Um, I keep them both pretty packed. Um, so I try and keep uh, at least one camera in each because, I, I don't know, like say it's just like a crazy triple header weekend and I walk out the door with one bag without like switching things over to the other bag and then I get somewhere and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't have my gear. At least some like I have gear in each one. Yeah, that's <laughs> Um so um I keep two cameras, um a camera strap. Um I like to wear my cameras crossbody. Um one flash just in case um I need it for lighting, not really necessary outdoors, but you never know. Um I keep like two to three lenses on me. I really like shooting with a 24 to 70 because I feel like it reaches like every focal length you need for most things. Um but I keep uh like a couple prime lenses with me too. Um just in case. Oh uh, gosh. There's batteries, a battery charger. Um I feel like I'm obsessive sometimes because like I have four batteries fully charged, but I bring the charger just in case. Yeah. Um, I magically go through all those batteries in a one hour session.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, I think, you know, like it just ties all in. Like we are just constantly thinking of fail safes. Like what if, what if, like we have to, I mean, I think it's part of the job.
1: It it definitely is. Um, and it's always just like something like, I'll call it a near miss happens and you're like, Oh, I got through that. But like, I never want to get that close to like being that unprepared again. Um, and, like, you just kind of, like, learn and grow over the years. Um, okay, so bag. Uh, <laughs> I have, like, two cameras, two three lenses, camera strap, batteries, battery charger. I keep um, extra uh, memory cards with me. Since my camera is dual slot, I have, like, two different types of memory cards. Um, so I just keep different size memory cards with me. I have something called a drop bag where I just throw all my cards and batteries and anything. I, I don't know, ribbons, masks now um in my drop bag um gosh what else I I don't know if I'm at a wedding there's like a timeline with me Mm -hmm. an extra harness so that I can wear like a dual um it's a dual harness I can wear two cameras at a time um cool little technique things like um a little prism um little like mini like fairy lights uh flashes um I'm big into like creating I guess like off-camera flash setups um at weddings and just like for night shots so I keep multiple flashes and like flash diffusers on me um I think that's that's it
0: solid tell me a little bit more about your drop bag so are you throwing like batteries and memory cards in there that are like used or like dead batteries used cards
1: Yep. Yep. I, I, have I've always done that with a drop bag actually, because I mean, where do you put it when you've like, say you're shooting and you filled up a card. Um, you can easily mix it up with all of the other cards you have that look identical. And then you have yeah. to search like six yeah. different cards. Um, so my drop bag for the day, I, I come to wherever I'm shooting that day with it empty. And then anything that I'm just like taking home with me, um, I just, well, it's all coming home with me, but anything <laughs> I'm like, I need quick access to. So like all my dead batteries go in there. I, I pull everything out at the end of the night and I recharge like everything. Um, So it's, yeah, battery, memory cards, um, trash is in there sometimes. Yeah.
0: I love that idea. I, I don't think I've heard of anyone doing that before. That's so smart though. I love that.
1: Yeah. It's just like any kind of bag. Um, I have two of them actually, one in my camera backpack and one in my main bag. Um, I more recently, since we have micro weddings, I've been taking, I usually have like a full styling kit cause, mm-hmm. um, I can like those cool like style flat lays and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I just ask people what their colors are and I'll just like create a smaller little styling kit and like put that in there. Um, that way at the end of the night, I don't I don't have to like pull all my gear out or like open my bag. Like I literally just like pull my drop bag out and just start charging batteries and uploading memory cards.
0: I definitely might steal that. That is awesome. Do it.
1: <laughs> Do it. It's amazing. I, um, again, I, like really into being efficient with your time.
0: Yeah, for sure. I learned a lot of interesting things from people, as you could imagine. And um, I I'm definitely stealing this idea. Another thing that I talked to a DJ, uh, about long ago was he always makes like a wedding day timeline and screenshots it and use it as his lock screen on his phone, which I'm like, that is so smart. So I do that now when I remember. <laughs> um, oh, stealing that. <laughs> yeah. It's so helpful. So helpful. And like, I'm not a cool person who has like an Apple watch. I feel like a lot of photographers now have like an Apple watch and they keep everything on their little watch, but, um, but it's super helpful. <laughs>
1: my watch is to tell time. I don't even I have an Apple Watch to tell me the time and the weather. Yeah. That's the whole purpose in life.
0: <laughs> yeah. So when you send out pictures to anyone or if, when you post pictures like on Instagram or whatever, do you have like a list of vendors that you'll post with photos?
1: Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm all, I've always been into like tagging things. So like I send out the a questionnaire to my clients before their wedding. I have them fill in everything so that I have like, you know, the photo timeline for the day. I have like their family members names, So I'm not like calling their parents, mom and dad. Um, and then I ask them to put down their vendors. Um, I don't ask them to do too much work. I mean, if they can put in their name and their email address and their website, that helps me a lot with mm-hmm. like blogging and sending out galleries and like submissions. But I really just need to know their name. But um, and if I find out a vendor's name at a wedding and I didn't know them in advance, I'll just like make a note in my phone so I can add it to um, my email draft. Um, The email draft is how I track um, vendors per year. So I create like this draft email and I'm just like 2018, like I'm just saying 2018 uh, wedding vendors and I have the date of the wedding and then I copy and paste in the vendor categories that are on my questionnaire. And then I just like, you know, either type in or copy in um, the vendor name and then I'll hyperlink to their website. And then their emails are all pasted in like an email format, like divided by commas. So you can just throw it into an email if you need it. Um, I feel crazy right now explaining this.
0: (laughs) No, that's amazing. I think that's so smart. And you know what? I am going to leave all of that in and just edit in a much better phrased question on my part. So in keeping all of your vendors organized and tagging them and everything, which is super, super important, um, how do you go about like continuing to network with them? Or like, how are you, you know, putting those faces to names on a regular basis?
1: So I, um, I... I guess I start with, like, if uh, they have a mailing list available, I'll join that. Um, I'm really big into going to just networking events in Baltimore in general. Um, they're happening. Well, they were happening all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it's usually, like, weekday things because, you know, they're in the industry, too. So, you know, Thursday nights, were always popping. Yeah. Um, and oh gosh, there there's just so many. Um, I get out to as many as possible. Even sometimes when I don't really feel like it, um, I just feel like you know we all mostly work for ourselves, and um, it's kind of like hanging out with coworkers, um, yeah. and then also like meeting new people and like being able to collaborate with people on like different things, new projects and stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I love the power of networking and that's definitely something I preach too. So I'm always excited to talk about the power of networking. Um, how do you feel like putting in that effort and time to, you know, get out and actually truly meet people face to face has helped and benefited your business?
1: I, I've noticed my business, my business has grown a lot from networking. I I would say that like networking is just like kind of the backbone of like how my business got started. Mm-hmm. Um, I I made it a point to like put myself out there. I, I mean I go to a lot of things alone. Um, I mean now I've have friends everywhere, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't have to go solo. But um, I mean here i mean even here in baltimore like just like there's a wedding industry here and um everyone has like different styles and like a different vibe um but you just really learn to connect with people um and then you end up with like kind of your favorites to work with all the time so that like Uh, a wedding's just like even better
0: yeah for sure I'm finally at a point where I get to like actually be working with people I know and recommend and that's like the the coolest stepping stone it feels like such a win so I love that
1: when I see my favorite videographers are like screaming and jumping up and down and like point we're like you're here you're
0: here yep (laughs) Yeah, I finally got to work a wedding in July that I, like, knew the planner, I knew both of the photographers, I knew the DJ, like, I was like, this is the best team ever. And then, like, too, you get to, like, really be able to reassure your client that, like, they have the best team, and you've all, are you're all going to work together really well, and it just, like, reciprocates.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely.
0: So, at the end of each episode, I just like to ask my guests why they're so passionate about something that we covered in the episode. So... Do you want to share your why with us?
1: I'm really passionate about organization because I feel like it is a way to create an inspirational and motivational workspace. I feel like it is a great way to be more efficient with your time, um, especially when you're a small business owner and you wear a lot of hats.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, and where can people find you?
1: Um, Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> my website is aliciawiley.com. Um, I also run Boho Disco Studio. Um, I'm on the gram as Alicia Wiley Photography and Boho Disco Studio. Um, yeah.
0: Sweet. Well, thank you so much for, for chatting with me today. I'm really excited to share, and uh, I'm so glad
1: you were here. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the DMB Wedding Pros podcast. You can find Alicia with the links in our show notes, as well as the link for the transcript of this episode. We are on Instagram at DMB Wedding Pros podcast. You can join us over there. Leave some love on Alicia's post. And if there's anything or anyone that you would love to hear about on this podcast, just shoot us a DM. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts telling people what they should expect and why they should tune in. Till next time.